All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. What is what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Uh, today I'm going to talk about my uh, experience um, elk hunting, my unsuccessful, didn't even see anything elk hunting experience uh, in Colorado this uh, this past fall or September, and because uh, I guess technically it's still fall. Um, and how that experience kind of encompasses or encompassed a lot of the things that we've uh, talked about over the course of our uh, of our episodes and It really, it really was good practice for it, and uh, I, I'm going to start this off with a quote that came across uh, in an email newsletter I get, which is called uh, Daily Stoic, uh, which if you are interested in Stoic philosophy, I highly recommend you signing up for. Um, <clears throat> they get a lot of good, uh, you get a lot of good tidbits um, and everything. Good uh, quotes, good things to, to ponder on a daily basis. Um, and two, I also apologize if I sound sick. Um, I did some traveling last weekend, and without fail, every time I get on an airplane, um, I always come down with something uh, afterwards. So if I sound a little under the weather, or if my voice sounds any weirder than it normally does, uh, that's why. Okay, so this is a quote from uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, who was an avid outdoorsman and an avid hunter. Um, and the quote is, the, the hunter worthy of the name always willingly takes the bitter if by so doing he can get the sweet and gladly balances failure and success, spurning the poor souls who know neither. A kind of uh, similar, um, similar phrase there at the end to um, like the man in the arena speech. Uh, you know, the, the the poor bitter souls who know victory nor uh, nor defeat. But uh, you know, I, I think that that's a good. That quote certainly applies to uh, to hunting. It's a. Uh, really is a good philosophy for life too, but we're just going to talk about it as it relates to hunting and the experience I had, which was certainly 
uh, you would put that into the the bitter category and what uh, Teddy Roosevelt was talking about and not the sweet because I was um, not successful uh, in an attempt to um, procure or harvest, I guess as they call it, um, an elk this past season um, for, for archery. I went during archery season. Um, I picked that over rifle. One, because less people do it. And two, the difficulty, at least I'm so told, because I don't really have a lot of experience in this, is that it is significantly more difficult to hunt with a bow and arrow than it is with a gun uh, because you have to stalk so much closer and you know you can uh, you can shoot a gun from several hundred yards away and hit your mark you know a bow and arrow you have to get in much closer 50 60 yards away or, or even in my case because I just started and I'm not very good much closer than that. So, uh, but we did not. And when I say we, uh, my dad and I, um, we, who accompanied me on the, uh, on my trip, uh, we did not see anything. We walk, you know, walk through the woods. Uh, you know, you get up, and and regardless, you know, I just want to say, even though we were unsuccessful, it was still a great experience, a hundred percent. And you know, obviously, it's all how you choose to look at it, and you know, we can apply the uh, the win or learn philosophy to pretty much anything. Uh, but it's one, it's just nice being out in the woods and it's quiet. It's, you know, it's very serene. Often the only thing that you hear is your footsteps, maybe some birds, the wind. And if you're lucky, you might hear an animal. We were not not lucky in that regard, but uh, so, you know, we, we were, were unsuccessful. We didn't see anything. We walked around, spent some time in nature, uh, but did not, did not even see anything, which, uh, you know, and I, I don't know what the success rates are, uh, but I know that they are low. Um, you know, it's a very, very difficult thing to do. Um, to harvest a an animal in this regard. Um, you know, and I've heard people talk, people who are, have been doing this for long, long, a long, long time 
who uh who are not successful you know in every attempt uh to hunt and it's very you know it's difficult and it kind of forces you to i think apply a lot of the things we we talk about here on the show as i said at the beginning because in nature, in the wild, you you can only control what you can control. You have to be in control of your thoughts. You have to be in control of your body. And that's really all you have control over. Because if there's one thing that nature, and pardon my French, does not give a shit about, it's you. And especially the animals. They don't care about you at all. Uh, They're, you know, you're talking about, you're trying to find and stalk and ultimately kill for food something whose only job in life really is to stay alive. That's what their job is. You know, an elk, a deer, um, excuse me, anything that you are going to hunt for meat, you're not the only one who's looking for that. You know, there's, there's numerous other kinds of predators in the wild who are searching for that same the same animal that you are and they're doing it all the time you know you're just human beings are doing it during a very specific window in uh you know in the fall for hunting season at least for big game hunting um but their job is just to stay alive they deal with predators or trying to stay away from predators on a daily basis so they sure as hell are not trying to help or assist or make it easy for a human being to try to spot them or catch them or make it easy to to kill. Their entire job is to make themselves difficult to kill, whether it's by a predator in the in the wild or human or whatever the case may be. Their sole job is to stay alive. Which there have become over however many thousands of years these types of animals have been around, hundreds or thousands, I'm not sure. They've become pretty good at. And... that certainly adds to the difficulty. I mean, they're, they're very smart because all they do every day is just try to survive. 
So you can't control what the animal is going to do. And the animal sure, as I've said before, sure as hell does not care about you or your plans. So you really just have to apply, as I've said, you know, the, the things we've talking, we've talked about here, you know, the, the idea, the basic tenet of stoic philosophy, which is you can't control the world around you, but you certainly can control yourself. And that's, that's what you have to do. You're not going to be able to control nature. You're not going to be able to, to control the animals. You're not going to be able to control your environment. But you can most definitely, as you can in all situations, control yourself and make the best out of your situation. Now, obviously, if you're successful, that's certainly the ultimate, uh, the ultimate goal, right? And uh, that's the the suite that that Teddy Roosevelt was talking about in the quote that I read at the beginning of the show. And but as in life, you have to take the the bitter with the sweet and the bitter usually makes the sweet that much better. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, and this is an activity, whether you believe in it or not, that's not for me to decide, but I do. And it's something I really, I had a great experience, despite the fact that I was unsuccessful and didn't even see anything. Uh, I had a great experience and it is certainly something I will continue to do in the future. Um, and I'm sure in the future, however many years down the road this might be, whenever I am successful the the bitter the failures will make that success all the more sweet but you know despite the fact that i wasn't successful i i honestly wouldn't i mean it's bitter in the sense that i didn't you know i was not successful but i i by no means would call it a bitter experience um, like I said in the beginning, one, it's just nice being in nature, out in the woods, where it's quiet, where you're, and it's not like you're on hiking trails, which there's nothing, which are great in themselves, but this, you're off the beaten path, where not a lot of people go, and it is, it's just spectacular being out in, uh, in nature and 
you know, you just got to kind of stay within yourself and focus on what you can control, which is yourself, your mind, uh, and making the best out of the experience that you're going through. And, you know, I, I took this as I knew it was going to be, especially as a novice, uh, first time doing it, it was just going to be a learning experience. Obviously I would, was hoping to have some, uh, beginner's luck. Uh, now that certainly was not the case, but I, I, to me, it was still a sweet experience. Uh, even though the result would probably fall in that bitter category just because, and, and I knew going into it that it was going to be a learning experience. Um, uh, especially since, you know, it was just, just my dad and I, neither of us are, have really any sort of hunting experience. And it was just the two of us. So we weren't with anyone who had any hunting experience. So it was just kind of like a dive into the deep end experience for us. And you know, I, I certainly learned a lot um, that it's something that uh, you definitely have to do more planning for than we did. We just kind of half planned and half uh, half winged it, which I now learned does not work. Um, you know, you got to definitely you got to plan ahead for sure do do a better job of uh you know putting i would do a better job of planning the things that you can plan you know controlling all the variables that you can uh before you get out into the wild because it's Once you get out there, the only thing you can really control is your own mind, your own movement, um, and all that. So it is, uh, it's definitely something that needs to be planned. It's, it's not really something that you can, I've learned can, uh, can wing, but again, you know, with either winner you learn. So you, you take the bitter with the sweet. Uh, but you know, in to kind of wrap it up, um, obviously I don't, there's not a whole lot to talk about with the, with the experience because it wasn't, uh, you know, we didn't really see anything and I, and I'm just trying to connect it to, you know, the things we talk about here on the show, which are first and foremost, that you can't control the world around you, but you can definitely control yourself and you can control the way you look at a particular experience, uh, which I certainly am going to turn to you look at this in a positive light because that's what I try to do anyway. 
and uh, you know, take it for what it is, which is a a, a, a great learning experience. And uh, you know, I can take the things I've learned and uh, hopefully apply them to uh, to future um, successes. Hopefully, but you know, I I think. Being out, you know, and you don't, I don't think you necessarily have to go hunting, obviously, to apply what I'm talking about. There's many other different experiences. Um, just being out in nature, you know, whether, you know, maybe even being on a camping trip for, you know, out, out in the wilderness, not like a, not glamping and camping in a, uh, you know, a motor home, but actually in a tent, uh, you know, out in the wilderness, I think you can apply what I'm talking about to, uh, to that type of experience as well. Obviously, you know, you're, you're not there, there with the goal of trying to, you know, procure meat or harvest an animal or anything like that. But, you know, you are there with, you're out in nature. You still can't control what you see, what you encounter, what the weather's going to be like, all that. But you can just, you can, can control, still control your mind and you can control your experience and how you how you look at it uh which is something we all certainly can use more more practice at so I would encourage people to just get out in nature. You don't necessarily, you don't have to go hunting or anything like that in order to do it, in order to get this, uh, you know, to get, have a, to get out in nature and have that kind of experience. Um, but Just getting out there and, you know, being in a place that doesn't care about you, you or what you're, uh, or what you're going through or anything. I mean, that's, you know, that's a good metaphor for life. I mean, you're most of life. And that's kind of the the point I'm trying to make. Uh, maybe not succinctly, because as I'm sure anyone who's listened to this knows, I can ramble on a little bit <laughs> and say the same thing multiple times. But the point I'm trying to make is that, and to connect my hunting experience to what we talk about here on the show, is that you know most most of what you of life and what you go through is going to be out of your control. 
And some of that is going to be bitter. Some of that is going to be sweet. You know, you go out to do something. I went out to go hunting. You go out to do whatever it is that you are going to do. And a challenge hits you. Something out of your control comes and punches you in the face. And you just got to deal with it. You know, it's not you. It's not like, oh my God, this is happening to me. It's just what it is. It's just... Life, that's the best way to describe it. And, you know, if you have a bad day or a bad experience or an unsuccessful attempt or experience, well, you know, that's that's good. You're taking, you know, the bitter to go with the sweet. And as Teddy Roosevelt said in the quote I read at the beginning, it's, this is paraphrasing what he said, but really it's better to have both the bitter and the sweet than to have neither. You know, you don't want to have any experience, or excuse me, you don't want to have no experiences. You don't want to just go through life with no experiences, bitter or sweet. And you certainly, it's better to be alive than to be dead. So if you're taking the bitter, that's good. You're taking the bitter to get to the sweet. And at some point, it will all balance out and you will get the sweet. And that will make the bitter all that more worth it. And that the journey is a lot of times just as good or better than the destination. All right, so that is all I have to say about my... uh, elk hunting experience or lack thereof, uh, depending on how you want to look at it. But, you know, we take the bitter to, uh, to get to the sweet. So it's all good. All right. Uh, as always, thank you to everybody for listening. Um, I will talk to you next time. Um, hopefully going to try to, uh, go back and maybe do another book review pretty soon. Uh, go back to some, uh, things I've read before. Um, I am now in, uh, I've started law school. So most of my reading is case books, which none, I can guarantee that none of you will want to hear about on here. Uh, so, um, 
I haven't been able to do much pleasure reading or reading for the show. Um, but uh, I will still, um, and that's also, again, not again, but why um, I've been taking a little a break from the show uh, to focus on that. But I will try to, I've used having all the time in the world on my hands as an excuse for not putting things out. So hopefully I will uh, not use... Uh, not having any time as an excuse to uh, to not put out any content. So um, I'm going to do my best to continue to put out the goods uh, for you guys and continue on this journey that we are all on together. So uh that's all i got for today thank you to everybody for listening um if you enjoy the show please share it with one person who you haven't shared with already who you think may enjoy enjoy it or who may benefit from what we talk about here so until next time thank you i love you and go out there and kick ass and take names, and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.